Hey, beautiful people. I'm Sarah, and welcome to my show, Ignited by Inner Beauty, a podcast that is setting the world on fire with body positivity, female empowerment, and self-love. If you need some feel-good vibes and a reminder of just how beautiful you truly are, then you came to the right place. I'm so excited to share what's in store for you today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of Ignited by Inner Beauty, and also happy Women's History Month. March is Women's History Month, and it is a wonderful time to celebrate women, and I will continue to do so through this podcast as we uplift incredible women and share their inner beauty with the world. Today, I had an incredible conversation with Louisa. She shares about life coaching and how she got into that from her experience as a nurse. I absolutely loved our conversation. She shares so many important insights, especially about how women often put themselves on the back burner and how life coaching um, and, you know, through other tasks and taking breaks and meditation and, and all this that she mentions can really help us to really think, take a step back and think about ourselves as women and encourage ourselves to follow our own passions as well. I will get into our uh, conversation that we had and you can also uh, check out her website that's noted um, in the description of this podcast if you're interested more in hearing uh, from her or interested in life coaching. And I also wanted to make a plug for my book club. I have a body positive book club for women that meets every month. Uh, We meet virtually. So wherever you are, you can join us. You can check it out at ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com, download our full reading list and schedule. And I am a no homework type of person. I don't want to put homework on other people. So we actually are a book club that does not require any reading at all. It is, I, ju- I just use the books to really uh, lead our discussion and use them as a jumping off point for uh, discussions on body positivity and female empowerment. So uh, please check that out. Consider joining, share it with a friend who may be interested. Um, It's completely free and it is for women. It is um, one of the events that I also partner with the Cambridge Women's Center to run. So uh, definitely check that out if you're interested or at least just download our book club list for uh, 2023. That's on the website. So um, we have some really fantastic discussions in there as well. But without further ado, here is our, my conversation with Louisa. Well, thank you so much, Louisa, for being a guest on the show. Why don't you start us off by introducing yourself and talking a little bit about your inner beauty? Thank you for having me, Sarah. Um, my name is Louisa Valentine. So just talking about my personal inner beauty, it comes from shining light into others and just being able to be somebody to empower fellow women and just ignite the fire that they have inside of themselves just is what brings sparkle to me in my heart. I love that. I love the use of the word sparkle too. <laughs> That's great. 
Um, well, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And I know I am so excited to have you on the show since I know so much of your work is really a revolved around empowering women. Um, you work, uh, as a nurse and, uh, in my understanding, and also doing your own coaching business. So, um, can you talk a little bit about, I guess your, your career path and what, um, started up your interest in empowering women and coaching them to be the best versions of themselves? Yeah, um, that's a great question. And what started it all was be becoming a nurse and being in this field. And I actually work in a very male-dominated space. So every time I did have a female patient, it just lit me up in a way that was different from, it seemed, the other nurses that I did work with. And just knowing how we as women so often put everyone else's needs above our own, and we're always doing for our family, taking care of work, taking care of our friends, and we don't put ourselves in the space where we deserve to be put first. We feel like we need to be in that backseat. So it just happened naturally where I was like, okay, this is something that I would have liked to have when I was beginning my journey in the career world and just in life in general. So to be able to be that for other women has really empowered me to be able to empower them. That's wonderful. And yeah, you're so right. I remember even like reading an article recently about like the invisible work that women do and how or people don't consider it to be to be work almost like how it's mainly women maybe doing chores around the house or like or not even not even doing maybe physical work, maybe remembering that your kid has picture day and like needing to get them and just like little things like that that um all are mainly, um, put on women. So that's so great that you kind of created an outlet for women to put the focus back on themselves. I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's even more than that, but just putting their health first in so many aspects, because we tend to compartmentalize our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, and again, we put it on the back burner because we're so focused on others. So yeah, I love being able to be that for, for women. That's great. So um, I guess, tell me a little bit more about like what you do as a, a life coach or, or what the main focus is and what does that kind of business model look like? What are women kind of looking to get out of it? Yeah. Tell me a little bit yeah. more. So one, we work with prioritizing our needs against just, again, I know it sounds like a broken record at this point already, but from putting ourselves on the back burner and putting our health first and just finding that well-rounded space where we can become the healthiest versions of ourselves. And that's where I focus on getting other women to not only be empowered through me and not me just 
telling them what they need to do, but working with them where they're at to find the best course of action to get them into that healthy space. And we usually start with our mindsets. And, oh, I don't know, sorry. <laughs> we, we start with our mindsets and just transitioning from we can't do everything that we need to do for ourselves to we deserve to be put in this place. We can't keep giving because if your cup is empty, then what do you have left to give? So when you nourish yourself, when you take care of your health, when you're able to be everything that you need to be for you, it puts you in a place where you're able to be that for everyone else in your life as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's so so important and such great work that you're doing. Um, and it also just, you know, makes me think about, um, or as you mentioned, kind of meeting women where they're at. I think a lot of, um, self-care has been such a big focus lately, probably since the pandemic. And I think it's so wonderful, but it also, um, can seem out of touch maybe for some women like, Oh, self-care. Like I can't afford a massage every week or a, you know, like, like what does that really look like and how is that important? And what is, I guess, feasible to fit into people's lifestyles. So I kind of like how you mentioned that of, of how does that work into your lifestyle? How can you put yourself first and what does that look like for individuals? That's so great. I would say building breaks into your routine and yes, sometimes you can't afford a massage. You can't afford to go and get your hair or nails done. But for me, it's not about the physical aspects of it. It's about doing things that make you feel good. So you're not getting a massage because, okay, your your back and your shoulders hurt. No, you're doing it because it makes you feel good. You're not doing your hair and nails just because it makes you look pretty. You're doing it because it makes you feel good on the inside. It brings something out of you. And again, with that sparkle we were talking about, if it can make you sparkle on the inside, it's like it makes that light shine from within to without. Oh, I love that. Yes, that is so part of like what I talk about when I focus on inner beauty, right? Like I, I think even when people um, think about inner beauty, they're like, oh, I felt so beautiful when I put on this fancy dress. And like, that's, you know, that, that can be so part of it too. I think they can combine, but also you can feel like beautiful, like in your sweats, like hanging out with your friends or something, you know, it's, it's that feeling that you really are focusing on. I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. I totally love that because it, you don't have to be all dressed up or in your fanciest wear you can just be casual and when you have that happiness from within that I feel like is when you really shine and that's when you're most beautiful wonderful um well thank you so much for sharing that and I also want to ask you I know you said it is so empowering to uh, you know, to be this resource for women. So um, in what other ways um, do you feel empowered or maybe it was, um, or any stories of like working with different clients or as a nurse or anything at all? What, what makes you um, feel empowered as a woman? For me personally, 
lighting others up, inspiring them, getting that that fire under them that pushes them to want to be better, to want to be the best version of themselves, that empowers me, that lights me up. So it's like this, this cycle of where we're just lighting one another up and it's not for selfish reasons. It's just to give and to give off that energy. It, it really empowers me. That's wonderful. And with so much, I guess, focus on helping other women kind of find that spark. How do you take care of yourself, your, your mind, your body, your soul? How do you, um, you know, practice, practice what you preach in your coaching? Yeah, definitely. So just like I tell the women that I work with to schedule in those breaks, that's something that I'm definitely doing for myself. I take that time to spend with my friends and my family. And I don't just focus on work, 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 because as you know, when you're an entrepreneur, especially if you have another job that you're doing, another career, life gets hectic. And so if you don't take care of your own mental health, you, you're you so at risk for having those breakdowns or you just can't continue to go on. And I also do little nice things for myself. So it's about doing my affirmations and, and telling myself I'm beautiful or I'm worthy and reminding myself how happy I am and just like my gratitude journal. So these, these little moments in time is how I take care of myself. I love that. And it is so it's, it's amazing how important like little things like that are just taking a break. Like I totally notice how much more productive I am, how much better I feel when I like take a break at work and I'm always like working remotely and I'm like, I have to go outside and like see the sunlight for a little bit and get outside. Um, and it com- can completely change my mood. So I definitely agree. Yeah, I totally get that. And just exactly being outside, getting that little bit of vitamin D can propel you for maybe a few more hours in your day. You just have to take that step back sometimes. That's great. And I guess what sparked you to turn this passion of yours and empowering women into a business? What kind of got you started with that? So it's a funny story kind of because it almost happened by accident. I've been, I would say, coaching my whole adult life unofficially and you know friends would always say oh you give such great advice or or you're so non-judgmental or they can come with me come to me with anything and I would joke around and say oh maybe I'll be a life coach without really knowing what that meant and then one day a friend of mine was doing a project and she needed some volunteers and she asked you know to formulate a goal or something you would like to do. And I couldn't think of anything new. I had been nursing for almost 20 years at this point. 
So it's not like I had any specific goals in that respect. So I was like, all right, let's let's just do the coaching just because because I'm helping her out. I'm just volunteering. And it was like she sparked something. And it's like, wait, maybe I really can do this. Maybe this really is an option. And that's what started to get the ball rolling. And then I really looked into it. I really found out what being a coach really meant and taking the steps towards accomplishing this goal for real and not just a joke or not just me helping out a friend and picking something out of thin air to to use as a goal. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm it's nice that you turned that natural talent into a into a business. That's so wonderful. Thank um you. and I guess for people who maybe aren't familiar with life coaching, I guess um uh what is kind of um I guess a little bit of a rundown of what you do or for somebody who's like, oh I'm interested in life coaching, like tell us a little bit more about maybe um, what they can look for or people who may be interested in our, like have no idea where to start or uh, who to look to. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I believe coaching is something that we can all benefit from because it's somebody who encourages you and pushes you towards your future goals. I know some people confuse therapy with coaching and think it's interchangeable, but with therapy, that's something that you use to work through past events or past traumas. And with coaching, it's something that you focus on the here and now to get you to where you want to be in the future. And with me specifically, I use a lot of other modalities other than just the coaching. Like we work through meditations. We do affirmations. We work on the the self and the feminine and just getting to that place where you can accept who you are, but you want to build upon that and you want to work towards your future and you have goals. And we create these smart goals, which are tangible goals that can get you to where you want to excel in life. And again, with me, I work towards the health aspect. I use my, my nursing and I also have a spiritual background as well as fitness. So I just use all these different modalities to help women achieve these goals and make sustainable changes that aren't just physical, but it's definitely more mental, I would say. That's great. Wow. Yeah. It seems so all encompassing as well, right? Like future goals, people may have, um, their goals may relate to their health or maybe a job, I can presume, uh, you know, uh, many things that people want to work on and and having someone there kind of advocating for them and guiding them through the process, I can see is so valuable. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so back on to um, talking a little bit more about our inner beauty, what is one thing that you like most about yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance, but it's all about the inner you. 
I would say the fact that I can just be silly and enjoy life and make the most of a situation. So I'm not going to beat myself up if something goes wrong. Like I lose my train of thought. It's like, okay, how how can I either come back from it or or laugh at it? Because if I keep my attention there, I'll stay stagnant. I'll never move forward. So I really enjoy that about myself. That's wonderful. I, and you know, that's so, uh, it's such a good life thing to be able to laugh and to be able to laugh at yourself and, and find joy in um, the craziness of the world. <laughs> um, and what was a time when you recently felt beautiful? Oh, okay. You know, moving my body, just whether it's dancing or running or even just shaking it out, it's like it brings out this energy for me. And I believe I radiate when in movement. So that's when I usually feel the most beautiful. That's great. Yeah, I definitely really, I love like dance and I feel like that's my, um, my source of joyful movement. Like sometimes I, instead of like working out, I feel like that can sometimes have a negative connotation. I'm like joyful movement and dance is definitely it for me or dance classes or Zumba. It can just like make you feel great. (laughs) Yes, yes. I I tend to dance in my room in front of my mirror. Nobody That's is great. watching. So I can do all the crazy weird movements and laugh and and play just literally by myself. And I I don't need somebody else there to see the beauty that radiates from that because I, I get to experience it myself. That's great. Yeah, exactly. I think so much of, um, yeah, that inner beauty is about serving yourself, not needing that outside validation from others, or like even what we were saying before about wearing something nice, like you can wear something nice and feel good for you, not even for, for other people. It can just have such an effect. So, um, definitely, um, uh, you know, relating to doing what makes you feel good instead of instead of the outer world and servicing them. Yeah, exactly. Anything else is just a bonus. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we we got to see where we feel first because self-confidence, the first word there is, is self, self-esteem. And I feel like so often we put that validation into the hands of other people instead of, taking it into account for ourselves and learning who we are and what makes us feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that success in maybe um, used as like a societal term is so much about outside validation, like awards and how much money you make, but looking at success internally, how is it that you know, maybe we've changed in a way to make ourselves better, or we're happy with the person that we are. It's not often talked about like that, but is so crucial. And it is, 
I'm sure part of the, the work that you're doing. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it always has to start with self as mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned. Once you can figure out how you can validate yourself from within, that's when you get to be your happiest. I love that. Yeah, that's, um, I guess I'm also curious. So for people who are working with you, um, are they, I guess, like, what's the the length of time? Do you, do you recommend people like have a life coach throughout their lives, always working on new different goals? Or do you regularly see them through kind of working on one goal or another and, until they kind of um, achieve that? Or, or how does it, what does that format usually look like? Yeah, I would say everyone is pretty individual. I have some clients that I've worked with just a couple of months. Uh, maybe three months. And I've had others that have been with me for about a year since I started. And it's all about their needs. And again, meeting them where they're at. Some people don't need to stay with me or any coach, you know, for a extended amount of time. And that's great. I believe the goal should not be to need a coach throughout your life. Or you should outgrow the coach that you're with. You should be able to say, okay, we've worked together. I've got everything that I need, all of the tools at my disposal. We've worked together. We've learned together. Thank you for what you've done. I'm, I'm done with this part of my journey. And it's my job as the coach to send them off with my blessing like I'm, I'm so proud of how far you've come. Thank you. Feel free to keep in touch. And I, I just, I wish you well. And I, I want that for everyone that I work with. I don't want them to feel like they need me. They shouldn't rely on me. We're, we're working on sustainability and they should be able to do that on their own with the tools that I give them. That's great. Yeah. So providing them with tools they can carry with them for, you know, a long period forward and, and always have that maybe in the back of their mind or have those new routines or tips to kind of help them along the way. That's great. Yes, yes exactly. And I've had a couple of people where I may have seen them more often at first, but maybe once a month just because they're not ready to detach just yet, or they need just a little bit more encouragement, a little bit more of a push. But my my end goal is still the same, that they'll get to the point where they'll, they're comfortable enough to fly the nest. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, well, thank you so much for all that you've shared. And um, I just so admire all the work that you're doing and to empower women and that passion that you have. Um, is there anything else I missed or anything else you want to talk about or some last words for our audience? No, I'm just, again, so thankful for you sharing your space with me. And I hope that your audience can gain some 
clarity or some insight into coaching. And even if they don't come and speak to me, if they feel like they need that encouragement or that empowerment to just go out and and find the coach that fits them and their lifestyle. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Lisa. It was wonderful speaking with you. And I know our audience will absolutely love hearing what you have to say. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Ignited by Inner Beauty. I hope this episode served as a reminder of just how beautiful and worthy you are. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe, provide a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. For more information about Ignited by Inner Beauty, please go to ignitedbyinnerbeauty.com and sign up for my email list to keep up to date on new blog posts and podcast episodes. If you'd like to support my mission of empowering women, you can go to patreon.com slash ignitedbyinnerbeauty and receive some exclusive content and giveaways. If you're not already following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at ignitedbyinnerbeauty and Twitter at ignitedbeauty. Thank you again for joining me and please tune in for the next episode.